Recording, recording. Recording, recording. One take one. Hello, hello. Hi. Hey, everyone, and welcome <laughs> to another episode of The Sip. I'm Ryland Adams, of course, joined by... Lizzie Gordon. Have you missed me? Dude, yes, I've missed you. Really? I call you every day. You never answer. <laughs> I know, because sometimes I feel like, does she need me? I always need you. Are you kidding? I'm always in need. No, the I'm other, your neediest friend. I know we do this often, but I said, you know what? I'm in the, like, I had just finished making a breakfast burrito. Mm, had sweet potatoes in it, Ooh, potato shit. chunks, eggs, hot sauce, cheese. Mm. I had wrapped it up and yeah. I was like, Lizzie's calling. Yeah. And I thought, hmm, does she actually need me in this moment? And then I, you were like, so rude. And I said, well, I'm putting a breakfast burrito in my mouth. And do you actually need me? Or do you just need a person to fill the time slot from point A to point B, wherever you're going? Yeah. But I wanted that person to be you. Mm. What was Did that? Did you hurt yourself? No. All right. Well, thank you for coming to Colorado. <laughs> I'm here for the fried pickles. Oh my gosh. Are you going to make them on your vlog? Yeah, I want to make them with you though, so I'm going to wait. Okay. Okay. This <laughs> is a busy, busy girl, so she couldn't girl. stay the night to cook with me. No, she is busy. What's going on? Everything. Every goddamn thing. Well, I think you need to prioritize our Christmas movie before everything else. I have read. That's why that was the first thing done. I know. And I read it. Yeah. Fantastic. Thank you. I laughed out loud the entire time. And outside of it just being written for us by you, <laughs> yeah. I really do think it's funny regardless. I do too. So what's our next step? And like, uh, who do we have to blow to make this happen? We're waiting for Joel to fucking read it. Joel. 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 Let's give his number publicly. Okay. So that they I was can texting call. him this morning, actually. <laughs> just kidding could you imagine if we dox joel joel i also like in real life i called i call joel the business bitch because mm -hmm. he's a business bitch he would be mortified if i doxed him on the internet he saying his name is probably too much on the internet i think anyone would be pretty pissed if we said hey everyone call this person and tell them to read our script faster <laughs> the last thing i said it was the psycho text do you think He's going to read it ever? Yeah, he started reading it, which pissed Start me off. <gasps> yeah. Did you tell you should send him the same text Dude, you sent me that problem. had me in spiraling? I couldn't because at the time that we were talking, we were talking about something else that was like low key a professional exchange. Mm. So I couldn't be unprofessional with him, though I desperately wanted to be. Because I have two different modes, right? Like if we're talking as friends, I'm going to be, uh, uh, you know inappropriate which is why sometimes i think that you can get in trouble in work environments whoa 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 <laughs> i said I'm i have two modes i said i have two modes two modes one is professional and one is unprofessional and when i was on the phone with joel we were in professional mode but had we been in unprofessional mode i would have said i don't appreciate you reading my script in multiple sittings you business bitch and I understand why you had requested that I read it in one sitting. He's enjoyed what he's read so far. And how far do you think he is? He told me he was 10 pages deep. <sighs> I was like, it gets crazy. So why would somebody... This is not good news for us, Lizzie. Why would no, somebody start and do 10 pages and then say like, he's, ooh, got to run from this, like spent 20 minutes reading a script and left? He's, he's busier than I am. Okay. Yeah, he's started... Uh, he's an executive producer, so he's, read, he's doing... Uh, He's judging a outfest in Los Angeles right now. And so he's gay. also <laughs> so gay. So gay. We're gay. So we should be prioritized inside. I said that. that when he told me. <laughs> I was like, well, you know, my script's gay. <laughs> it's got a gay lead. Maybe two. <laughs> a couple gay leads. <laughs> and one like borderline. Oh, my God. What? I know for a fact I am not gay. Wow. Because I saw a TikTok that says that women who do not find pete davidson attractive are not bisexual or gay 
And then you watched the Hailey Bieber interview and then you questioned it all over again? No, why? did Because she... I questioned being straight after I watched her on Call Her Daddy. I didn't watch the whole thing. You were the one that put it on the document. I know, so because I, did I watched the Cliff Notes versions. I can't sit That's through fucking Call her. her Daddy. I feel like Call Her Daddy is whoa, always whoa, whoa. like, oh, come on. I mean, okay, do whatever you have want. Have you ever sat through I have a Call Her with Daddy her episode? Furniture. Um, yes, who was it? Uh, she had like a, gosh... She gets big celebrities on there. She does get big celebrities on there, but it's like to some degree, I'm just like, all right. All right. All right. Well, we'll get into the caller daddy thing later. Yeah. What were we talking about? I blacked out. Sorry. I got so distracted. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, no, honestly, no idea what we're talking about. Oh, I'm not gay. Anyways. Oh, yes. Welcome to another episode of The Sip, where we continue to defend Lizzie's heterosexuality. Um, what, what else? Pete Davidson. Oh, yeah. you're done? That no, was that's it? all I wanted to say. But I don't okay. remember why I jumped to that. Oh, our gay script. Yeah, Joel, get with it, dude. Seriously. And if he <laughs> won't, mess. we've got to find a way to make this happen. Because yeah. let me tell you, like, even outside of me and outside of the Christmas world in which we wrote it for, like, it can't be fun. Um, cheesy christmas movie it wasn't that it was like actually well-written funny hilarious with over our like story arcs that were also heartwarming and you tied it all together so well so i really like i need this to be a priority and come to fruition for the both of us so if everyone could just like manifest Manifest. this with us and for us together should we do a group let's take a moment okay guys let's take a moment whoever you're manifesting to so like to your higher power. Dear blank. Dear blank. Dear please the universe. Please let, let Ryland and Lizzie, and Lizzie be, able be able to make, make the beautiful, beautiful script that, that Lizzie made for the universe, the universe to, to see. see. <laughs> I love when we unison talk so much. You did that pretty good. I was staring at your mouth. Oh, okay. Well, it's, sometimes I'll be in a big group and I feel awkward about this. Do you? Yeah. It's a little culty. <laughs> It's okay, though. It's like, cults get things done. And do that once a day, every day. Mm -hmm. Clip it. Clip it from the episode. (laughs) Write it on your mirror. Come on. We need more than just us. We need that. We need you. (laughs) Now more than ever. Like, for real, though. I think it's great. I'm not worried about it being some. Oh, and then another weird, like a bunch of weird stuff's been happening. I think it's because I'm desperately manifesting. Like, like really manifesting. It works. Yeah. I didn't even realize I had listed one of the TV pilots I wrote on a I don't, I think it's called, I don't even know what the fuck this thing is. On your resume with 87 followers? No, no. That woman's never getting back to me. I uh, listed my, I don't know where I listed it, somewhere online. But I got an email the other day that it's in the top 31% of screenplays. Really? Yeah. In where? I don't know because I don't understand it. So it might mean nothing. But no matter what, it was like, cool. (laughs) You know? (laughs) Um. Okay, so... I am curious. Yeah. I wanted to know and talk about oh. this earlier on, but you were like, let's not manifest doom. Oh. So your lost luggage, uh-huh. there was a development later on yes. that it had been found okay. a month and a half later. More than that. And then you weren't in Colorado. So you said, just shut up until I have it. What happened at the airport today? I got my luggage <gasps> this morning. You did? I did. So you have your suit bag, your suitcase back from Kiss that was Kissy's. That was Kissy's. And that was one of the reasons why they had such a hard time finding it because I'd never taken out the name card in the back. That's not my name, it's hers. And did you not tell them? You didn't know that? No, I I didn't know that. So it, they when they found the name tag in it and they found the luggage and they had my claim, they were like it might not be Elizabeth McGarry's because it says it's so and so's. Right. 
And so when they called, I was like, well, there's a there's a card in the back that has my information on it. And they said, well, that's the problem. It doesn't match your information, but everything else does. And then they were like, can you identify some of the items in the bag? And I was like, there's probably a lot of Jeffree Star makeup in there. <laughs> so it was a little bit of a you issue on accident. A little bit of a me issue on accident. Yeah. Oh, I know what I wanted to circle back to. The lipstick on my teeth? No, you don't You're have... You're just staring at my mouth. No, well, I'm just <laughs> looking at you. You look good. And I love the sweater. Thank you. It's from last season. <laughs> I recently I went out and got a bunch of black sweaters, and I I'm living. I want to get some trousers. I got these are new pants. Cute. They're very TikTok. I will say. Are they? Like, um, yes. The the non definition at the bottom. You know how like skinny mm. was in for a long mm. time. I feel like all the young people now are doing the like no shape denim. But are the young people also wearing onesies that are unsnapped? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> the the no shape denim doesn't work for me. Like when I was trying to be cool with you and I went to Abercrombie, uh-huh. I got those, but I can't make them work, and I don't feel comfortable in the no shape denim. I think it helps a little bit if you have a booty. Okay. Wow. Rude. She tells try, me I don't well, have a top try, lip. Just she tells me some... I don't have a booty. <laughs> no, I was wondering if Vicky saw that and got mad at me. <laughs> no, but the comments were mad at you. Oh, they were. Yeah. Wow. I stopped reading the comments. <laughs> wow. She gets a vlog and she's done with you guys. <laughs> Sorry. No, I've just li- I've been so healthy. busy. It's probably healthy. No, it's I love reading the comments in a sick, sad way, <laughs> even when the nasty ones. But it's like I have been so busy. I haven't had a moment. You know what I mean? Oh. I almost had a meltdown the other day. Well, and that being yesterday, that doesn't seem like out of character. For no, you. but this was like a this is like a different kind of meltdown. It was just like a I just want to watch the Demilios. Right. But no, I had to go to the vet, and then the gynecologist, and then a party, and then I had to come here. What's going on with your vagina? I mean, everybody has to get their snatched spelunked in every once in a while. Okay. It's a natural, but or it's a normal checkup. Nothing out of the usual. Nothing out of the usual. Oh, but what was kind of fun? Was, you know, Joe and I are talking about conceiving a child uh, next September, starting to try next September. Uh-huh. So I, I like to pick up all my birth control at once, just like I pick up all the dogs like flea and heart medicine at once, because right. otherwise I'm going to fuck that up. And uh, they were like, oh, you know what? We can only give you enough for uh, through August of next year. And I go, kismet. Wow. Yeah. The that felt like a really, good sign. Yeah. And when I told Joe that, he was just like, I don't, what the fuck does that mean? And I was like, it means the universe is saying yes. Listen up, Joe. Listen up, Joe. Write it on your mirror. Write it on your mirror. I'll have his mom text him. Marge is watching right Does now. Does he want a baby? Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. I want to make sure you're on the same page. We're on the same page. It Otherwise, was funny I'll get to- <laughs> you pregnant. <laughs> Stop. We were at breakfast the other morning and I was just like, <gasps> having kids is fucking scary. Yeah. And he was like, yeah. I was like, wow. (laughs) (laughs) And then like after having a pap smear from not having one from the last time I had one, I just like was texting all my friends that had babies. And I was like, how did you have people in your snatch all the time? Like that is awful. (sighs) And I had a great doctor too. She's got a great bedside manner. She's like, okay, I'm going to touch your thigh now. And it's like, okay. Like the whole time. Did you get tingly? I'm just no. doing another lesbian check. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. I, in fact, I'm just, I, like when I got home, I told Joe to not touch me for a little while because even though this woman was very nice and the whole time she had like this great bedside manner, she was like, I want you to know I'm leading the pap smear, but you're in charge. And at any time, if you want me to stop, I'll stop. And told me every time she's going to touch my body anywhere because it's like that's incredibly invasive. Well, I'm sure that's changed over the past four years. Yeah. Well, and I mean. Did they, ha- did they have to have another? I mean, you should always respect somebody when you're 
in their genitals but yeah. did they have to have another a secondary person no. watch i heard with the men i would rather die than have a man spelunk in my snatch well okay so but if i were to have a girl give me a physical i think for the ball portion now another person has mm-hmm. to come in to make sure which she's would not triple my boner fear anyways which by the way what the boner fear made the movie made the movie made the movie a lot of fun, a lot of the best moments from the podcast did, or scenarios in yeah. which we're, we've lost it. We're inspirational <laughs> for a young creative like myself. <laughs> so narcissistic. <laughs> I don't know. Should I talk about your mean girl behavior? Mine? Yes. I was pretty offended, actually. What are you fucking talking about? It hasn't happened once, but it's happened twice. What? Some Every time I dress up as a girl on the oh internet, my it God. seems like 20 minutes later, a negative, nasty comment <laughs> flies in from Lissy. And I'm just like, what's your intention? Maybe I'm jealous. Are you uncomfortable? I'm are you jealous. Je- <laughs> of what? Well, I get- How pretty I am as a woman? Honestly, did I send you the text from Haley? No. Haley took a screen grab of it. She said to me, she went, Rylan's fucking beautiful. <laughs> No, more so it's that I'm calling you 24-7 and you're not answering because you're dressing up as a woman in a bathing suit with fake tits now. Oh, I forgot to bring my titties. Oh, well, Halloween's coming up. We'll do a whole episode in our fake tits. I have fake tits, too. We have to find something to cover the nipples for monetization purposes. (laughs) (laughs) We'll frame them out. I'm, like, oddly infatuated with those. They're kind of fun, huh? A couple things are making me straight this week. Hailey Bieber and fake tits. Right. Oh, that's why you thought you were straight just because you want to fuck her. I would, honestly, Hailey makes me wonder if I'm gay because I would fuck her, too. That middle part was just so effortlessly perfect. She's just so crisp. That's screamed gay huh she's frosty no that i appreciated her middle part maybe yeah yeah a little gay but it's just like it, you look at her and you're like wow can I, since we're on the topic can what? i show you a picture of my puppy because i feel like he oh looks gosh. no listen you think he has a great middle part too no but i think he looks like an alpha gay do you know what i mean like the guy at the club who's like very forceful and wants to dance with you and yeah. you end up sucking his dick violently in the bathroom wow is that not my puppy did you hook up with people drunk at the clubs when you were young? I didn't even go to clubs. Wow. But look at him, like a little gay, right? Wow, his, that is an ass shot if I've ever seen one. <laughs> like he's asking for it. Why does he have a human ass? I don't know. So he's like a power, he's a dominant bottom? I think he's a power top. Oh, well, the way he's showing his ass and like really This to me is trapping. like, picture another dog down there just like blowing him. <laughs> okay. Is that weird? a little bit he's just a little gay yeah so like on my uh on my women on my woman look you said you're calling the cops yeah and then if i knew how to work tiktok i would find the last mean comment that you said but i don't know if i know how to comment on tiktok so i wouldn't i think i screen grabbed your story and sent it to you in a private text oh and i said is this what you've been doing for 20 minutes and why you haven't responded to me and i said absolutely yes yes and do you actually need anything from me no but i am calling the cops (laughs) Because I look so sickening? Yeah. Okay. Everybody knows it. Okay. Like people, like, it's like, like you're a hot girl. Uh, And so let's move on to some things that I don't understand about you. Okay. So talk about mean girls. Well, no, I'm saying like when you're, sometimes I don't respond, respond to your text because I don't understand what you're trying to get across. And so like you're (laughs) sending me pictures this weekend that I just didn't understand. And then you kept going on and on and on about them. And I just thought. I don't get it. So what that's pictures? literally what I said. The AI things. Oh my God. Okay. You don't know about the AI sketch? No. So there's a new app where it's like artificial intelligence draws what you tell it to. 
So you see what I'm, what do you mean? That's crazy. Yeah. Well, that's, that was my shocked face. Yeah. What are oh. you? I thought you were like, oh, no, it's no, crazy. Yeah. Wait, so you can say like, Ryland and Lizzie making a Christmas movie in 2023. Yeah. But I sent you pictures of, I, cause I literally said Ryland and Lizzie and it drew us. You're really hot in it. Wow. Yeah. I, I don't, that. it doesn't fully know me and it doesn't fully know you, but it makes you very hot. And then I did. <laughs> in what sort of way? Like, do, do I look like a human? I sent you the pictures. I, I didn't understand them when you sent them. Are you talking about do. me breastfeeding my dog? Those y- pictures? Yeah, I don't think I got the one of us together. Oh, those are. Well, you did. I sent it to you a long time ago because I've been wanting to talk about it on the podcast. And then I did, you know, Lizzie Gordon breastfeeding her French bulldog. And that was fucking wild. We'll put that up. And you oh, here it is. It's not saved in your app. Oh, my gosh. Wait, yeah. So crazy, right? Without any context, you tell this AI app. Yeah. Ryland Adams and Lizzie Gordon. It did my pink highlights. Okay. That's your terrifying that's like from a year ago as Charlie D'Amelio. But no, okay. it's from March. You had pink in March. Oh, yeah. not like the strips. Yeah. Though. Oh, okay. See how well I know you. And then there's me sitting on the couch. And then there's you sitting on the couch. Well, it's rude that it made me more handsome than it made I actually you, it hit am. you really handsome. That's rude. <laughs> but yeah, the ones of me breastfeeding the dog are particularly. Is this a free app? I don't know. What's it called? What? Well, someone did it for me. Wonder. Oh. And then I wanted to know what it looked like if I breastfed my dogs. And this is what it did. Well, and that's what she sent me without any context. So she was like, <laughs> me breastfeeding my dogs. And I thought like, oh, okay, oh, what? I want to print all of these like super artsy style and put them all over my house. Because <laughs> it's like I identify as a mother to these dogs, but it's like I'm not. So I was looking for like a maternal image. It's disturbing. This is probably going to get me canceled, huh? Um, what? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, do you, do you want to talk about your epiphany from applying to AFI? <sighs> yeah. <Whoa. laughs> I was going to talk about it in my vlog that posted yesterday. Well, then why did you put it in the podcast notes? I mean, sorry. <laughs> Check out my vlog. <laughs> Is this what you, so when you claim your notes broke, you just have a note running for your vlog now. No, and claim I'm literally, that it's you can look through, my notes are fucking gone. It's crazy. All of them gone. Because we always have a shared note to write things yeah. that are so important that we need to share with all really of you. Really important. Like and AI breastfeeding saying, dogs. I can't find my note. And I said, well, what? I know. It's crazy. The, I don't believe you Go almost. through my phone, bro. And the new one that I sent you doesn't work either? No. Okay. It's nuts. See? Shared notes. None found. Bummer. Apple wants you to buy a new phone. Which is insane because I got this in April. I know, but they're releasing a new one. They That's can suck over. My, That's they can suck my over. titty like an AI Frenchie. Okay, so let's talk about AFI. AFI. All right, so um, I, there are... I'm Like we were recently saying, I'm trying to manifest opportunities for myself. I was at a barbecue and this woman who is incredibly talented and esteemed as a director... Um, said, have you tried AFI's female forward director program? And Mm -hmm. I said, actually, like I, I intend to, I've signed up to be on a mailing list to be notified when the applications open. And oddly enough, AFI did not notify me, which is deeply personal because they (laughs) keep inviting me to a fucking movie night. Like I don't want to go to your movie night, AFI. I want to apply to your programs anyways, or anyway, she said they asked her if she had anybody she wanted to refer. And she was like, if you submit, let me know and I'll pull your file for them as a referral. And I was right. like, oh, fuck, that's incredibly valuable. Nobody likes me. So it's really nice <laughs> to have someone who is liked offer to vouch for me. And OK, we'll wrap back to why I think you get yourself into trouble. Whatever. And then is it that? Is it that attitude? Yes. But, fuck off. It's because sometimes you're unaware when you're demanding. And like I've known you for so many years yeah. that I know when it's like 
oh, it's just Lizzie being Lizzie <laughs> or to tell you, okay, Lizzie, you're being nuts. No, anyways, we'll pick it up from <laughs> offered to pull my file. Okay. So <laughs> offered to pull, oh, I can't name names. We'll pick it up. <laughs> so this woman graciously offered to pull my file. I hate doing these applications because it takes a lot of time and energy to write nine, literally nine essays to like beg for these people to like you and then you pay them a fuck ton of money so that they can read your application and tell you whether or not so they like want you. it's like a college you. admissions? It's like a college ad- admissions. There's no tuition for the college, but then you need to raise 25 to 40 grand for your own project after sending them $125 for a diversity program application, mind right. you. And uh, I don't like doing it. I don't like putting myself out there super vulnerably sharing the most private parts of my soul and explaining who I am creatively to somebody who's never met me and their their core function is to say whether or not I'm approved by them and in most cases they probably wouldn't even read it because they have people like who may be referring you yeah they might have a hundred um, people that have graduated from AFI that are like, oh, this is a person's application that I think you should look at. And if it's nine essays, looking at a hundred people's essays is yeah. exhausting. Yeah. And then you have everyone else that wasn't recommended. It's like, yeah. uh, you know. And and it, and it sucks. But as Michael Scott quoted Wayne Gretzky or whatever, you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. Yeah. And as I'm always saying, I can't control other people. I can only control myself. I cannot control the results. All I can control is what I put into it. Yeah. So uh, finding the relief in that, I put my best foot forward and I, you know, put together what I feel is a very strong body of work that I have been working on for years. Yeah. You know, so I had to do, I had to provide two sample short films i had to provide a director video intro that just introduces who i am like all of this like i'm a vlogger i got it honestly i finally had that thought because i've had (laughs) i've been asked to do a video before and it's like well i'll just sit here with my phone and be like i am a good candidate because i am a candidate for goodness and now yeah you've developed a muscle of showing personality inside of a personal video and that's the that's the other thing my friends and i were laughing about they're like show a little more personality i was like people don't like me (laughs) (laughs) people like people don't like my personality you know, even if it goes unread, I will say I believe the energy you put out will come back to you. Maybe yeah. it won't be in the form of AFI recognizing you no. or picking you, but yeah. I do think in a different realm, it just adds to your manifestation list Absolutely. of what you're attracting into your life. Absolutely. So good for you. Thank you. I'm proud. Thank you. You're welcome. And then I texted the woman and she, I emailed the woman I submitted and she didn't respond. <laughs> You're like, I spent I was, a week. No, I mean, it just was like, figures, she probably hates me too. <laughs> like, You're like, and I then really... like, I was like laying in bed at night and thinking about this guy that gets like everything because he's constantly asking for it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, fuck that. That guy's not even talented. Like, I can't even read through his writing without like, I have to read it 15 times to make it make sense. And he like gets things because he keeps asking. Well, and that's half of Hollywood, yeah. honestly, so is just, how you position yourself in places even more so than the talent you have. Yeah. So I emailed her again. I said, hey, just making sure you got this. That is me. And then she responded. She said, yes, I did get it. Go ahead and send me your samples if you want. And so I sent them to her on the way here. What? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well. She probably still doesn't like me. (laughs) (laughs) 
but at least I'm like that fucking guy who's getting somewhere now. <laughs> um, and my question of the day is, what the fuck does simping actually mean? Like, I understand it's the like implications. You're trying to ruin my private life I, right now. <laughs> no, I'm not. I don't. Know Everyone what, says simping on the internet. I think we've done. I think we've done a deep dive into simping already. Are you kidding me? No. No. Yeah, I think we have. Because I understand, like, it means, like, I'm lusting after someone. Yeah, but, but pathetically. What is it actually? What does simping mean? Simping is just one of the dating trends that exists within many others and was created primarily by Gen Z culture. A simp or simping refers to when someone obsesses over someone else who does not return their affection. But what is, oh, doesn't return. Damn, wow. that's sad. So what, it, wow, that really, you need to know that element, yeah, too. Because when people say it, I'm just thinking, oh, they're just love that person but i didn't know it was unreciprocated yeah. love so I, wh what is does s-i-m-p stand for something like so impossibly no mm, but i love i love that you're looking deeper into it i think it i think it doesn't i don't think it person. does i know that it's uh gen z may have coined it recently but i know that it's in songs that date well before their birth dates okay and I also think about the Mariah Carey song why are you so obsessed with me Okay. Well, I know you will know a lot more than us because when I didn't know what a what job was, oh gosh, I forgot. Sham? A sham job. Everyone Stay let at me home know. Mom. Mm -hmm. It yeah. really went over Me both too. Of us. I was like, I don't know, like fake ass bitch. <laughs> Today's podcast is sponsored by Studs, who I love so very much. And I know you've probably noticed that the ultimate cool girl look is a fully loaded and stacked earscape. And if that feels a little intimidating, then you definitely need to check out Studs, because after all, they did coin the term earscape. Studs is the go-to authority for piercings and earrings and can help you curate an earscape based on your own anatomy and style. Lizzie and I are both obsessed with our studs. She actually stole some of what they had sent me. She loved them so much and she's wearing them each and every day and studs is reimagining the piercing experience for each and every ear if you want to refresh your look with a new piercing or if you need pro styling advice you can shop online or stop in any of their studs locations in la new york city austin nashville miami or boston also in seattle with more coming soon if you want to get a new or even first time piercing but if you're feeling a little scared fear not studs only pierces with single use needles never guns so it's always safer and so much better especially for advanced piercing Piercings. Studs earrings are made from high quality materials, which won't turn your skin green. Plus they're lightweight and durable enough to wear all the time. So much so you can even sleep and work out in them. Studs has over 250 styles of hoops, huggies, studs, cuffs, and dangles. And they pierce way more than just lobes. So it's easy to create a statement look or something you keep in every day, starting at just $10 per earring. The best part of all is Studs is offering our listeners 20% off your first purchase when you go to studs.com sip. Go to studs.com sip for 20% off your first purchase that studs.com slash sip you won't regret it. Today's podcast is sponsored by ZocTalk. And if you're a fan of sushi, it's incredible. But gas station sushi, not so much. Finding the right sushi makes all the difference and the same goes for finding the right doctor. Which is why I love ZocDoc, which is a free app that shows you doctors who are patient reviewed, take your insurance and are available when you need them. On ZocDoc, you can find every specialist under the sun, whether you're trying to straighten those teeth, fix an achy back, get that mole checked out or anything else, ZocDoc has you covered. ZocDoc's mobile app is as easy as ordering a ride to a restaurant or getting delivery to your house. You can search, find, and book doctors with just a few taps. You can find and review local doctors, read verified patient reviews from real people who made real appointments. Now, when you walk into the doctor's office, you're set to see someone in your network who gets you. Go to ZocDoc.com to find the doctor that's right for you, book an appointment in person or remotely that works around your schedule. Every month, millions of people are using ZocDoc, and I happen to be one of them. It's my go-to whenever I need to find and book
book a quality doctor. So go to ZocDoc.com slash the sip and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then start your search for a top rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's ZocDoc.com slash the sip. ZocDoc.com slash the sip. All right, let's get into some ice. Well, we don't do that for iced tea. Do you want to? No, I thought you were going to do advice then. <laughs> that quick? Yeah, I felt like With it. all this iced tea in the world? you. <laughs> all the iced tea in the world. Well, yeah, there's quite a few. Well, mm-hmm. Oh, he's handing me the clipboard. Yeah. <laughs> let's see. Um, all right, you want to talk about how Uber is being used for drug runs? This I'm unaware of. Okay, so apparently with Uber, you can now use it sort of like as a carrier service. Really? So, yeah, so if you wanted to send me something from your house in Calabasas, you could toss that bitch in an Uber and send it to me. So I could have had them go to the airport, pick up your luggage, and bring it to my house for you? Yeah. Wow. But why would you do that? Well, I mean, if you weren't coming to the airport yeah. again. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. Okay. Hot well, tip. no, I don't think that would have worked because someone would have had to take it from the lost and found to the Uber. But if you can... Pr- so if my mom has a document I need right now, mm-hmm. I can send them to her house and grab it for yes. us. That's pretty cool. It's pretty G. And you know who else is capitalized on this is drug dealers and drug receivers. Are you sure? Positive. What? Like, really? Yeah. And so what happens if the Uber driver gets pulled over with so all here's, these drugs? Here's why it's fucked up. Because the Uber drivers are driving their personal vehicles. This one man was asked to bring to carry drugs. He was like, I don't know, dude. Like, this seems like drugs. And the guy was like, I'm taking your picture. I'm taking a picture of your car. And they have their license plate numbers, like all this information. And they can check the car on its path and know if it derails from their path. So you can't go to the police station. And you have, to, and he's like, if something happens and these don't get delivered, something bad is going to happen to you. I would say, gotta go. Yeah, great. Definitely say that to a guy who's already threatening your life. <laughs> yeah, thanks. You know, I gotta go. And then Uber penalizes you for canceling a ride. Okay. Well, I think Uber should be a little more inventive about how they're going about their delivery services. I mean, here's the deal. Man is inherently evil. And what the fuck, drug dealers? You have like two parts to your job. (laughs) Deal the drugs yourselves. Stop fucking making Tyler on the streets fucking take your shit. Yeah, who's just trying to be a hardworking citizen. Yeah, yeah. That's insanity. Yeah, it is insanity. And so what happens? Has has there been an instance where a cop pulls somebody over and they're just like, it's not mine. Go to Uber. I don't think there's been an instance of that, but I do know that like Uber's sharing information with the police in a few open drug cases. Oh, so at least they're participating with the system. But the problem is, is like there is no way to curb this unless they just cancel the carrier service option. So how did we discover this is my question. Was somebody too afraid to derail the line and go to the police in fear of the drug dealer seeing it, but they weren't afraid to whip out TikTok and talk about it? No, I mean, I saw it on the news and this guy was like, his voice was altered. His face was not visible. And he's talking about the experience that he's had. Oh, like Inside Edition, Mm -hmm. I'm sure. Yeah. Okay. Haley Bieber on Call Her Daddy. Circling back to Haley Bieber on Call Her Daddy. Wow. She really is beautiful. (laughs) Not in love with the furniture on this set. Wow. That's your takeaway. (laughs) I just thought, yeah, when I started watching the video, I thought, wow, she got like 50 plus million for this contract. And she really is. I will give the Call Her Daddy girl after the scandal of breaking up with her counterpart, (laughs) Sophia, um, which we did follow because I think every Everyone in the world followed because yeah. it was just so crazy and scandalous. Um, she, without a co-host, she really has transitioned to show where she exploited her own sexual life and doings to getting A-listers on her show. Yeah. So the transition is quite incredible that mm-hmm. she's getting the Demi Lovatos and Haley Bieber's of the world. Mm-hmm. And even I think Miley Cyrus went on, which was the first like big celebrity that I had seen on her show. But 
Good for her. I wish she would get a little different furniture. Yeah, her set looks like a Marriott hotel room. And she shows up in, which I like, I get it. Like be disarming for whoever you're interviewing. She's whatever she's doing is working for her. So let's not talk shit about her. No. But Haley Bieber, I thought it was interesting that the whole interview, they're like, trying to be like i'm outside of which i get this isn't Haley's fault but every time they try to move away from justin it goes back to justin i like, mean i would do wonder if it was all about justin in the first place just because Haley gets so much hate online so i wonder if this was the the intention of this was to finally address the justin stuff in the hopes that she would stop getting hate online oh also i just realized guess who sits like a fucking lesbian <laughs> Haley bieber i think she was just a little nervous and that's how she felt most comfortable same just saying i just thought it was fascinating because the whole interview is leading up to the pinnacle where she kind of talks about how she hasn't ever talked or she has actually talked to selena gomez since they've her and justin have been married and she would never expect selena to go out of her way to address it because maybe in selena's mind selena would think that it would cause more of an uproar yeah and but then once she's like okay enough about this let's move on to your sex life with justin bieber like he just never got away from justin bieber right. and i was like the, what about the Haley sex bieber. life i mean that was just i mean it's call her daddy so i know but like what how, how like, like tell me about positions it. they liked She's what like her favorites doggy style what <laughs> what tell me more <laughs> well, i kind of stopped listening after that okay i got to that and i was like okay i get where this is going and then i got to header up for but you i will say like Haley, i sorry what? keep going no we talk about sex so i can't hate on it but it's just like don't do that who cares what do you mean like why you have a Haley bieber here of all people i mean i don't think and she you would... want to talk about her doggy style fantasies well, that's what call her daddy like got massively popular right. for was yeah. like the sexual adventures of right. got it. people got it and so like when a celebrity goes on they're going to talk about their sex life got it and even though like Haley was a little like reserved about it and mm-hmm. then finally gave an answer so it wasn't like Haley was like out the gates trying to talk about her sex life with justin yeah and she did like wrap around and make it sweet and be like what turns justin on is more like an intimate moment between us that leads to sex and yeah she Cute. said that she likes justin because of his openness in his heart and how he cares and loves and whatever um i just think it's interesting that like Haley and kendall jenner who are friends Buddies. in real life they're such realized women you and know? i think they both fuck justin bieber probably doggy style <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> honestly they're eskimo sisters <laughs> and i was thinking well yeah they do have a lot of traumatic events that mm-hmm. happen in their lives and i thought like wrapping into the kardashians which we will talk about their new season as well but kendall's very into like working her health from the inside out mm-hmm. and so she like got her brain scanned which happened to be at the same place that morgan got her oh, brain cool. scanned and so she took Chloe to get her brain scan to see if Chloe could like learn more about what's going on with her in a state of like the actual trauma that's affected the brain. And what I thought was fast, Kendall was like, well, I'd love to see what's going on inside of Kim's because Kim mm. always has like every day is a new, which- a new trauma. Mm-hmm. And Kim's always like, my strength is my calmness. <laughs> yeah and it really is yeah and like, i thought about that the other day i was like damn that bitch do be staying calm and kendall wanted to take chloe because kendall was like you're obviously going through so much and this whole season of the kardashians chloe's like i'm the picture of resilience like she yeah. said it five hundred thousand times which like if that's what she believes i mean she is like I mean, she is. she is but like she said it five hundred thousand times yeah and kendall goes i know but 
you are the picture of that. But are you dealing with it I or loved, are you pushing it aside? Yeah, I actually loved Kendall saying sometimes to get through it, you got to go through it. And there's a difference from just being like that happened power through yeah. versus being like, let's address the trauma and try not to let that affect the daily patterns of my life from here on out. Yeah. And so that's why I was like, wow, Kendall is so realized. And then I listened to the Haley on Call Her Daddy and I was like, Haley's so realized. And it was I was like, well, they have such big extravagant lives, but they also have the time and money to go to seven day therapy yeah. retreats where they don't, you know? So it's like, it is a luxury to be able to spend so much time on your mental health, but they're also in a position where their mental health is affected so much more than the average person in a different way. In a different way. Like I everyone think, has struggles. Yeah, I think everyone has struggles. And I think that, you know, there's not, uh, I don't think that you should compare struggles. I think it's, it's on a different. Yeah, I think I, all, they're all different. And it's like, you don't need to say like, oh, I don't have struggles because I'm not Kendall Jenner. I think or people would say I the opposite more, typically. Right, that's what I'm saying. Or I struggle and Kendall Jenner doesn't. Like, I, I don't think, think the, it ever works the like The mental that. struggles, I think it's just outside of the natural human experience what a, the normal. a, 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 hum, a hugely famous person goes through yeah. because it's not normal for millions of people to weigh in on your every move and the yeah. weight that that holds is very large i'm not saying that the weight that anybody else's life holds is not yeah but it is also a very big luxury to be able to have the time to be so realized yeah but good for them yeah there's also like just you know for the record there are uh, things open and available to a person who's not mega rich to become fully realized. Oh, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Look into that if you need it. So, well, should we pivot right into the Kardashians then? I, mean, I feel like we did it. Well, you have nothing else on the two episodes? All you cared about was. No, Kendall I mean, Jenner? I feel like we're already here. We pivoted. Okay. Yeah. So, what were your standouts? Um, I mean, every, we touched on all the standouts. Okay. Well, for me, lots and lots of babies. I have baby envy and I yeah. know what's meant for me is going to come, but I'm just like so many fucking babies. <laughs> yeah. It like makes my heart hurt a little bit. How many babies there are? I'm like, oh my oh, gosh. Because of the births being every episode now? Yeah. Yeah. I get that. And I'm just like, I want a baby so bad. I and love they're having all these babies. Chrissy, like, should I get some wine? <laughs> should we bring wine? She's going to need these snacks. Baby, get the Cheeto puffs. <laughs> Let's go. That was a standout moment. And that Corey just like moment. nonstop filming. I look Corey being like, baby, baby, it's time. She goes, oh my God, get the Cheetos. Honestly, I watch the Kardashians for the house porn at this stage oh my of my God. life. Because it's just so unreal that every shot is just like, they could be doing nothing. And yeah. the show is still entertaining because of the the scenery, yeah. what's going on around Sometimes them. I feel like they're walking and they go by a room. They go, oh, I forgot I had that room. <laughs> Chris forgetting she has an entire fucking condo. Oh, God. Oh, forgot I had a house here. I kind of love how they're not living on the internet's timeline, which is like no. acting. Because I see, like with a lot of reality shows, you'll start to see the characters act on how they think Twitter's reaction is going to be. Mm -hmm. And it's so funny to me, like even Kim with her private jet, like all these celebrities got so canceled for their their private yeah. jet use. And she's just on the phone with Kendall, like, you're going to experience Kim Air. What do you want for lunch? And then Kendall's like, well, I'm going to get a spray tan. And Kim goes, you are not going to get your spray tan <laughs> are on you my Kim? cashmere seats. You might be Kim. <laughs> she just doesn't give a fuck. She's just like, like the whole world's upset about private jets. And she's like, you are not going to ruin my cashmere seats. I'm like, God, God love you, Kim. Did you see Kim's uh, Dolce & Gabbana show? No. It's pretty sweet. What do you mean? So she went through, I think it's Dolce & Gabbana. 
Yeah, Kim did a whole like runway show for Dolce & Gabbana at Fashion Week and it's pretty sick, dude. What? It's just, it opens with like a short film that she made of just her looking like glamorous as fuck eating a plate uh, of pasta. I saw, I couldn't get through that on Instagram. Nobody could, but I watched <laughs> the majority of it and I was like, it hit. I was like, damn, dude. Do you know how much money they probably spent on that one shot of Kim Kardashian eating that fucking pasta? Mm. A lot of money. I mean... Good for Kim. I love it. She never stops that girl. And no. I do think she works hard. And I think she's onto something when she, she says people don't want to work. I agree. So I don't want to work. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. Is I like, do I do like a week full of like dedicated work with this tight schedule, like the equivalent of Kim's, but less fucked up. But like, and I'm like, I want to watch it a million. <laughs> and that's the thing, though. Like, I do think that would make a normal person person fall to the ground the way that the world responded to her saying that yeah because i don't think her intentions were as ill as the world responded no and you can never uh you can never guess how the world will react to something yeah but the fact that she just like plows forward and is like yeah well and that's the other thing that's like super like so the the proof is in the pudding right she works that hard and she has kim air with cream cashmere seats you know what i mean and i know you guys want to go out there and say that she fucked red and made a video and it's like yeah but she fucked and made the video a lot of people fuck on camera have you seen Pornhub? Oh, i'm lots of couples are out there fucking and making a fucking porn tape and they're not on kim air i'll criticize some of how i think it went down even though i don't know but what i won't criticize or what i won't stand for is people being like well she's only famous for a sex tape because like no she's fucking no, not she's fucking like, not nobody can maintain and build relevancy like kim kardashian yeah. because of a sex tape no like, you you have to constantly be at it and i think as a contrast you could watch the Demilios, yeah and you can see like charlie who rose to fame on her own merit i would say without a specific talent i'm not saying she doesn't have talents because yeah. obviously she can dance which does kind of bother me that she's on dancing with the stars yeah they gotta stop they gotta that. cut this out yeah it's so not fair like she is a classically trained dancer maybe she doesn't know one or two of the styles that mm. they do on dancing with the stars but it's just not fucking fair no and i'm happy that like if that lights her soul on fire and she's getting to do what she loves every day i think good for charlie yeah but i don't think it's fair for any of the other contestants and so here's the other thing like i love charlie and i actually really do like watching her dance mm-hmm. can't get me to watch dancing with the stars i well no the only person watching that jojo. is my grandma oh jojo brought me in oh <laughs> i watched jojo's i also watched america's got talent to watch the fucking xomg pop ladies out there <laughs> killing it in those streets so you even like jojo's uh offspring <laughs> yeah everything jojo related i'm into it jojo's got a new girl wow yeah okay crazy avery but I will say, like, in contrast from the Kardashians to the Demilios this season, I I did, like, watch the first two episodes of the Demilios, and it's interesting to see, like, Charlie struggle with where she wants to go because she skyrocketed to fame, mm-hmm. and she's like, well, now I feel like I'm uh, wasting an opportunity because I don't have a clear direction in where I want to go. Yeah. And it's this whole thing of, like, being famous for being famous. Mm-hmm. Like, there's not a true reason. Like, the Kardashians are not only entertaining because like they are there, there are elements of their family dynamic that is fascinating to watch. I think when you watch the D'Amelio's, it's more fascinating for a different reason, not because like the family's super funny. Uh, yeah. I can't tell why I care about the D'Amelio's. Like I couldn't tell you, but I do. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I really do. I think the girls are cute. I feel I- like a lot of the storylines are fabricated for drama though. Yeah. Also, Joe can't stand it. I have to watch it in the bedroom. He's like, turn it off. I hate their voices. I'm just like, okay. 
Bubs loves it. Yeah, I mean, I watched both episodes in, yeah. in their entirety. So I guess keep doing what you're doing, girls. Yeah, don't stop. <laughs> keep it moving. I heard Charlie's acting in a horror movie. Good for her. Yeah. I've also noticed that Charlie has started speaking on her voice more, which is pretty cool. Because mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember, but they used to be like these little whisper girls. They're teenagers that got famous. I mean. Mm-hmm. I think that they have uh, done a little bit of work on themselves to find their voices. Because yeah. it's very clear now that Charlie's talking. Yeah. And it's like, oh, cool, girl. It still kills me a little bit that like Dixie will be in rehearsal and be like, well, even just the fact that Charlie's like exploring singing. Yeah. And it's like she knows she's like, well, I can't tell people about it because I'd have a record deal. And like that makes me sick a little bit. You know, Wait, what do you mean? She was like, I want to keep this to myself because everything I do becomes a business. Like all Uh, of my hobbies have become a business. And the fact that Charlie could tell her team at her Monday meeting with 40 employees. Yeah. I want to sing and could have a record deal tomorrow. Like makes me sick a little bit. I know that they, they work. They garnered that opportunity mm-hmm. for themselves. But then you see a Dixie in rehearsal who like doesn't want to perform and tell the performance, which like I under, yeah. uh, it's just, it's, well, no, I saw that and I was like, no one would give you a chance then. Like nobody would give you a she's chance. She's getting chances. And then she's at jingle bells or balls or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Good for them. Eh. Eh. Yeah. Okay, what's next? What's next? Do we want to talk about the Try Guys? If you want to. I love delicious cooking made simple, and that's why I'm so happy today's podcast is sponsored by HelloFresh. With HelloFresh, you get farm fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. You skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. If you have a packed fall calendar, HelloFresh's quick and easy meals like their 20-minute recipes or low prep and easy cleanup options mean you'll spend less time in the kitchen and more time with your loved ones. HelloFresh is now offering vegan recipes on the menu every week without any animal products of any kind, like dairy, meat, eggs, or even honey. Enjoy meals like sweet chili tofu bowls or spicy coconut curry stir fry. HelloFresh works around your changing schedule, plans are flexible, and you can choose your meals for the week, update your preferences, or change your delivery day, all in the HelloFresh app. I love cooking HelloFresh meals for me and my family, especially when my mom and my grandma and my dad come over. It's just such a fun experience we can enjoy together. That's low stress, but a guaranteed delicious meal. So go to HelloFresh.com slash the sip 65 and use the code sip 65 for 65% off plus free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash the sip 65 and use code the sip 65 for 65% off plus free shipping. HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. Today's podcast is sponsored by DoorDash. There's nothing better than the convenience of having anything delivered to your door in under an hour. And that's why I love DoorDash. If you've got back-to-back meetings, errands to run, chores to take care of, the secret to clearing everything on your to-do list is a little help from DoorDash. You can get dinner, household essentials, and everything on your grocery list delivered. Every time you place an order for pickup or delivery, you're setting off a chain reaction that helps give back to the people who make your neighborhood unique. And with over 300,000 partners, you can support your neighborhood go-tos or choose from your favorite national restaurants like Popeye's, Chipotle, and even Cheesecake Factory. From the stores and the restaurants and even the dashers driving around, each purchase provides a new opportunity for everyone involved because with DoorDash, there's a neighborhood of good in every order. You already know that I use DoorDash every single day, whether that's getting my morning coffee or getting an afternoon lunch. Also, if I've just forgotten something that is a necessity from the store, I love to get it with DoorDash. And for a limited time, our listeners can get 25% off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter code SIP. That's 25% off up to $10 in value and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code 
code SIP. Don't forget that's code SIP for 25% off your first order with DoorDash. Subject to change, terms apply. Um, I mean, I just think all these cheating scandals are out of the world right so now. So do you know about the Adam Levine? Oh my God, I'm such Adam a Levine. fucking idiot. What? I thought it was a different Adam. What? I thought it was a different Adam. There's a different Adam cheating? No, it's not. It's Adam Levine from Maroon 5. I'm a fucking idiot. I thought it was one of the guys from Workaholics. Oh. What's that guy's name? Divine or something. Divine, yeah. I was like, imagine him. He seems like... <laughs> Stupid. Yeah, that was crazy. Did you follow the Adam thing? I followed it in like just on TikTok. I just can't believe how blatantly people will act out like this like dming like in on a writing public platform in a strangers. world in which we know people go to tiktok to go viral over this sort of thing yeah. it's just so sloppy and to be in that sloppy and comfortable of a position when you're married with kids and another on the way just to me is like gives me the ick it's icky I wonder if it gives them the ick too and if it's part of it. They can't stop it? Like, they like it's a need, weird addiction? I mean, it has to be because it's such a reckless, damaging thing to do that I feel like you have to be self-sabotaging to put something in writing like what he did. Right. Also, is he stupid? And to deal with like, this... Like, you, do you see the text? Like, he's like, fuck, like, your body's insane. Like, is he actually stupid? Because if he's actually... He sounds stupid. I, but, so this might just be a dumb man doing a dumb thing. I don't. I mean, it's a pretty dumb thing. Or it's self sabotage. Like you have two kids and another on the way. It's pretty yeah. obvious that that's not something you should be doing. He asked one of the women if he could name the new baby after her. Yeah, I know. Ryland. Crazy. Insane. And I more so feel, and this is what I mean. Like, I'm not saying everyone's problems aren't large, but imagine being the wife on the other side of that. Yeah, that's fucked up. She has to deal with all of us talking about it, the yeah. whole world talking about it. And now if she stays with him, or if she stays with him, it will forever haunt her. Yeah. It will be every interviewer's question. It defines the next five years of her life if she decides to stay with him. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's annoying for her, for yeah. the kids, for the family, because- somebody else wanted to go and do something stupid which isn't unsimilar to the try guy situation yeah it is Dude, the try guy situation is bold as fuck well it's just interesting to me that this one went so the try guys are like it's mainstream well yeah their drama is mainstream yeah. and they are very popular but i feel like they're under the radar popular yeah like because you go to their channel and they're still getting millions of views on every video well, to be honest i didn't i don't know dick about the try guys but i could tell you they're like if i saw them in public i would know that they were famous mm -hmm. do you know what i mean yeah. never seen an episode didn't know they identified as the try guys probably would have thought they were queer eye for the straight guy <laughs> Which is, I get it. Yeah. Even though I'm pretty sure they're all straight. Like, no, they're not. Yeah. Hooking up with one of the employees. Yeah. One of the producers. But did you hear, did you see how it all broke? Yes. Somebody, they were at a bar like hooking up or something. They were at a and Harry it, Styles concert together. Oh, I thought it was at a Taking bar. Taking pictures with fans. And then later on that night, kissing in public, wearing the same outfit. So the, the story was corroborated. They went to a fucking concert and then made out in public. What I thought was interesting because even his wife is very entwined in the business. Like the wives have a podcast on yeah, their that's, channel. That seems so The wives make videos on their channel. And so for them to come to the conclusion, because both of the statements from the guy and the girl were both like, our family is the most important thing, alluding, in my opinion, to that they're going to try to work it out and stay together for the family mm -hmm. i don't know if that's what will happen after they go through therapy or whatever they choose to do yeah but it's interesting that the try guys were like we see no way forward he's out of the group i get it though that because that is so incredible like if you are incorporated together like if you and i run a business together i now am responsible for every shitty thing you do right 
So if he's going to go out, cheat on his wife and, uh, you know, who has kids with somebody that they're working with now they're who's a subordinate. Now they're risking a sexual harassment lawsuit. Well, and yes, I think even more so than their feelings towards him actually cheating on his wife yeah. is that it was with an employee yeah. because then it's like adds a whole new level where they almost can't continue forward with him no. but now the wife and the husband have no job technically they let the i don't did they let the wife go well i don't think she was tech well i guess she's probably an employee of sorts because she does have a podcast on yeah. the channel i don't know it's all I, and i think it's all well and good to like work with your spouse as a person you work with your mm -hmm. fucking spouse all the time too and i don't know like i don't love it it's not my favorite thing it's a fine line to walk yeah i like doing the educational videos with joe because it's a low stakes environment mm -hmm. and we can have fun and be silly but it's like on other projects it's a little bit hard yeah it's too much and having the burden of your relationship and a professional relationship where maybe one of you does have more power or one of you is a boss like it's kind of different and skewed yeah like i don't i don't like it no and i feel like i don't know it would have been more empowering or like whatever to set the wives up with their own thing that's separate i don't know well i think the podcast was separate like it's the wife's right it's not i think i haven't done a deep dive on the channel i haven't either but i do think it's like meh. anyways let's get into all the movies and tv shows because there's like a lot of hot things going on in the entertainment world that is a reason i love fall because a lot of good content drops where i feel like we were lacking for a while and now i'm on overload there's so yeah. much to watch did you see hello darling yes oh no don't worry darling don't worry darling what did Update. i say i love nipple girl uh, yeah, what's up with that? Well, I like hated her online persona, which yeah. isn't fair because she didn't write that. Like the press wrote her narrative for her. Right. You like, hated she... her after you looked at her Instagram, though. So it was personal. <laughs> OK. She curates her own Instagram. <laughs> OK, that I'll give her or you. <laughs> but I will say like in large part, I was annoyed by all of the headlines and press, which is out of her control. And then we went to see the movie because like the rev the reviews were like, I don't know. We were just intrigued to see yeah. the movie. And she was the best part about the movie, hands down. Everybody's saying that. She was incredible. She Even bad reviews are saying Florence is a force. The annoyance that I once had with her is no longer. Like, I'm not looking at her Instagram, but I just... I hated movie. her on Instagram, and then I loved her in the media. Like, I love her whole Miss Flo reclaiming the title thing. Uh-huh. And I do think she's talented. Yeah, she's she's incredible. She yeah. was great. And I actually did like the movie. Do you know what the movie's about? Did you see it? Um, I didn't see it, but I think you can, I can guess what it's about. Okay, spoiler alerts. Spoiler, mine's a guess, and you can tell okay. me if I'm right. I'm guessing that it's about, like, a group of people who live outside of, like, the normal communities. And this is a specific isolated space that's almost culty, like a culty commune. And, all, like, to some degree, Handmaiden's Taily and Florence feels like she's suffocating because of everyone has to be happy and chipper and bright all the time. And eventually she wants to get out, but nobody's allowed to get out because there's Can something more sinister Can I tell you, or do you want to see it? I'm probably not going to see it. Okay. Well, if you flip forward, I'll have chapters in this podcast. So flip forward to the next chapter if you don't want a spoiler. And but she probably kills Harry Styles to escape. She's in a simulation. Oh. And it turns out that the husbands are putting the wives in the simulation because they want to have, like, in, Florence is a nurse in real life and mm. she's overworked and the husband Damn, I wish you she, hadn't told me. I could uh, not have seen that being some, I could not have seen this movie being that. Be, having an additional layer. I really enjoyed it. I wish that 
life after the simulation, we would have gotten 10 minutes less of the movie in the simulation. And had there been beats outside of where she is confronting some of the evil people that have like created it or getting revenge or seeing like the people that started the simulations or maybe like hardcore losers in real life. Mm -hmm. Like I I needed that extra beat, which Mm -hmm. is actually like, I didn't think about it until we left. And Shane was like, it needed that beat. And then we were building on that. And I thought, oh my gosh, you're right. But I thought, uh, Olivia did a good job in the direction of the movie. It was fun to watch. It was set in Palm Springs. I had a great time with it. Nice. And with all the drama with Olivia, sorry, I ruined it for you. But you said I could. Oh, I couldn't. I never could have anticipated it. Um, I mean, I think Olivia goes big visually. I and then I was and wa- that's always fun. I was watching a review about like talking about the movie in general and they were saying like because there's the alleged beef between olivia and florence mm-hmm. and i guess florence then the day the movie was released did like two like slides long posts mm-hmm. like a bunch of photos and the, the girl i was watching joke she was like her agent called and said well if the movie flops then it reflects upon you in the box office as well <laughs> which is like what this girl had suspected right. why florence finally like caved in and promoted the movie and put olivia like seven pictures into the slide Mm. interesting but i liked it a lot yeah i mean i think so not for nothing i'm just gonna talk about olivia wilde for a second um not for nothing she so book smart mm-hmm. i didn't give a fuck about it's, I, didn't see I, it. I mean it's a little bit i know that it was super lauded and everybody was super into it and like it's like this feminine fucking thing but to be completely honest that movie was way too similar to super bad to right. a degree where I'm like, this didn't need to be made. It's just girl super bad with one of the stars of Superbad's sisters. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's how close it is. Like, it's the same fucking characters. Right. Just with coochies. And I, you know, whatever. It is what it is. I just kind of feel like, eh, could have changed a little more. Mm-hmm. But I do feel like Olivia Wilde stylized a lot of the shots and make it and made it visually engaging and differentiated it more from Super Bad, which was a little bit more of a lo-fi sort of organic vibe. And hers was a slightly more visually elevated thing. But no matter what, I just still find myself feeling like make a fucking girls movie. Mm-hmm. Make, give a give a woman a chance. Like whatever. I also am irritated because yeah. I saw my best friend's exorcism and I'm just like, I should have directed that. And I know that that's a big lofty fucking thing to say, but I keep seeing these movies where it's like, is that in theaters now? I don't know. Oh. You know how I get all my okay. movies, but <laughs> it's like, I watched it at home and I'm, I was excited by the prospect of it. Like I've had a bunch of ideas where it's like young girls in high school coming of age, like the birth and death of relationships with your best friends and like all of those things. And I always think through like a skewed sort of horror comedy lens, mm-hmm. but this was directed by a man and quite frankly for a concept so big as my best friend's exorcism no one believes me my best friend's possessed by a demon and I must exercise it from her as two Catholic school girls in the 80s like that's fucking cool and I watch this thing and I'm just like if it weren't for the score this movie would be flat as fuck the scores having to inform everything like it's it's isolated still frames made by a guy who was never a fucking girl who can't identify with these things. So there's no feeling or intention in any of these shots. There's certainly no fucking style because right. he's never had to think outside of his simpleton box to get an opportunity. I, is it 
Well, I, I don't know anything about the movie, so I don't know if it's like a wide release, if it's going to be video on demand. I haven't heard about it. Yeah, I don't know. But the point being is like, I think that Olivia Wilde goes fucking big. Yeah. And if people want to bitch and complain about it, call it derivative, say that she doesn't understand what she's knocking off, go the fuck ahead. I don't but no think... matter what, wide audiences, wide audiences are sitting through her shit and liking it. Yeah, and I don't think uh, her male counterparts would get the same critiques or publicity that she has been Neither uh, do I. ringed through this entire prospect of the movie. Yeah. So... Anyways, I'm upset. I know you had already mentioned that you had seen Fall and you said you hated it. Yeah. I thought the dialogue, the Fall, it's about, um, well, it's about a couple of dumb bitches who go out to the middle of nowhere with no safety precautions. Nobody knows where the fuck they are. And they're supposed to be skilled enough climbers that they're free soloing up a fucking cliff. And they make, well, they're climbing up a radio tower. Well, in the intro, they're supposed to be such skilled climbers that they're literally climbing up like a hundred million foot flat surface yeah. cliff. And then they make every single amateur mistake they could possibly make as if they're just a couple of 10 year old boys who have found a fucking yeah. dangerous thing to go get tetanus on. Her boyfriend ends up dying. And then through her grieving a year later, her best friend says, let's go climb this radio tower in honor of him to get past what you're going through and spread his ashes at the top. They get stuck at the top. That's all in the trailer, so we're not spoiling anything. I thought once they were halfway up the radio tower, it did get fun, and I thought their acting got a lot better. I thought the Ugh. dialogue in the first half of the movie was so cringy. It wasn't Cheesy even the cheese. actor's fault. She's, I've got a drinky prime, Dad. You can fuck yourself. Their interpretation of vloggers yeah. is crazy. Like Offensive. she's holding the vlog camera like this. Hey, YouTubers. And I'm like, whoa. You're also calling them YouTubers. <laughs> You're the YouTuber. Who wrote this? And so yes the first half i was like i don't know if we can get through this because the dialogue was just so cringe cringy well it's a low 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 budget movie but once they got up there i did think that he did tension well the writer director i thought like i was on edge in like i was like i couldn't get on edge because the whole time i'm thinking like my god are you fucking stupid you just threw your shoes off and you have to walk down this fucking thing barefoot, okay. you dumb bitch. Well, what I found interesting... Also, think about how hot that fucking metal shit would have been climbing up. They don't even have gloves. Okay, I hear you. I hear all of your things. My whole wraparound to this was after the fact, I watched their like little 10-minute making of. And the reason I think the acting got so much better, well, I discovered, was because they Those built, bitches a, are actually they on built top a of real them. structure. Yeah, they like really yeah. did build the structure and they filmed it in the elements. And the blonde one really did die. <laughs> okay, spoiler alert. My Jesus. B. I thought it was fun enough. I thought yeah. I would not. I'd be disappointed if I went to the movie theaters. But if you're at home and you want to watch just a campy movie with your yeah. boyfriend or girlfriend, it's fun enough. Yeah. I mean, the whole time I was just like, oh, so the blonde one fucked her boyfriend. Okay. More spoilers. I'm going to have to put a spoiler, spoiler warning at the really. beginning. Okay. Uh, did you actually want to talk about uh, this one? Do Revenge. Yeah. What is it? So, Do Revenge was made by that directress who has multiple names, Jennifer Caitlin robinson i wouldn't know i think i'm fully fucking that up okay but i really like that woman and she is a good person and i want to give her a shout out on this podcast right now because two times in my life she doesn't fucking know me and she has done two very cool things for me specifically how do you know her i don't She's a fucking stranger. So million, a million years ago when all I wanted to do was act, she was writing a TV show called like sweet and not so sweet, but like a gooder <laughs> title. Like I couldn't tell a you. A gooder title. Yeah. Sweet and 
sour? No, but it was about two girls, kind of Batman and Robin style, in college, exacting revenge on dirtbags. Okay. And it was really, it was a funny script. That seems like a good role for you, honestly. It, and it was. And so I read the script and I go, holy fuck. This is the first time I've read something that I really fucking identify with mm-hmm. and could do really naturally and well. And so I, nobody asked. I put myself on tape for it. I put my whole heart and soul into this thing. Instead of like slating my name, I did a scene from it where this girl's driving around eating gummy worms and scream singing Alanis Morissette. <laughs> so that was my slate. And then, you know, I do this whole thing. And it was like, quite frankly, one of the best auditions I've ever done. But no one had asked for it. And I didn't know how to get it seen. So I went online and I found her on Facebook, the writer, the creator of it. And I just messaged her on Facebook. I said, hey, man, here's a fart in the wind. I'm a writer. I read a lot of pilots because I want to know what's going on. I really fucking identified with yours. I'm also an actress. I know you didn't ask and no pressure to watch this whatsoever, but I got to shoot my shot. Here's my audition tape. Wow. I mean, you got to make your dreams become things and that's a way to go about it. And, you know, you can do that a million times and no one will respond to you. Yeah, but it only takes the once. It like does. they always say. And that's what she fucking said to me when she responded to me. She said, hi, Lizzie. It only takes one person to open a door for you. And I I like your audition tape. I'm going to submit you to casting. And I got a call back and I went to a producer session. Wow. The producer session was for a different role. Um, well, I mean, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. They that's the closest yeah. I've ever gotten besides booking. You right. know what I mean? And the show, I don't think ever. Sweet and Vicious. Sweet Vicious? Who knows? Um, anyways, she did that. And it was fucking cool. Yeah. I, she didn't know me. She didn't know me shit. She just did that. And then another time, I my dog went viral on Instagram, Mr. Bubs, as you all know. And she made a movie on Netflix called Someone Great and went through the trouble of fucking finding us and making us an offer for money to put Mr. Bubs' clip wow. in her movie. That's and they a, paid us for his clip. And did you take Bubs to? No, they just they they licensed our uh, clip. The clip. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So we love her. Honestly, and I love that story. Like I love that you like manifested that. If you see something you want, you have to go for it. Like yeah. when I was searching for entertainment news jobs, I would walk my reel into. Like I think it's so unheard of to like go to a physical building and be like, "Here's my shit. Give it to your executive producer." Yeah. And that's how I got my job at Clever. Yeah. Like I did it. Six months later, they had seen something else and they're like, that's that guy that walked in and handed us a reel. I got another audition, booked the job, was there for like four years. Yeah. So like you got to make things happen for yourself because nobody else is going to do it. Clearly no agent wants us. Nobody fucking wants us. Oh, that's not true. That's not true. What? You got an agent? No, not. Well, it's not not. It's not as untrue as it once was. Hold on. (laughs) Stand by. We'll get there. But I do want to say this woman is one of the co-writers of Thor, God of Love and Thunder, which I thought was so fucking fun. Uh Uh-huh. And she also had a movie come out on Netflix, uh, her second movie on Netflix called Do Revenge with Uma Thurman's daughter and the raven-haired beauty from Riverdale. And it's fucking good. Wow. I really enjoyed every second of it. And she's got, she's obviously got a style. She's got a really fun voice that I don't get to see a lot of. And it's something that gives me hope for my weird fuckery. Yeah. And, you know, if you haven't seen Do Revenge, see fucking Do Revenge and support this woman because she's a good fucking person. Um... What did we say? Oh, another manifestation. So I told you I want to get into commercial directing, right? Yeah. I want to get into commercial directing because a majority of the people who are kind to me and who don't hate me are in commercials. Right. So one of my favorite DPs, I think I mentioned this on the podcast already. One of my favorite DPs that I work with regularly um, said he would shoot a sample spec for yeah. me. And I'm in produ- pre-production on that project now. We have a casting director. We have a location. I have a unit production manager. All these people who, by the way, I work with on set regularly have come to support me for free 
because that's how nice I am on set to be around. That's how much they love me. They, I don't doubt that you're very fun and good. But I'm saying like for people to gather around and support me no, without course. being paid means I'm probably not a cunt on set. Okay. <laughs> well, I think we cut the thing that had alluded to that anyways. Regardless, I'm going to vouch for myself here right now in case we didn't cut that one okay. specific part. All right. <laughs> but anyways, uh, so then I reached out to a director that I had script supervisored for who I really, really like his work. He's very funny. I love his narrative stuff. I love his commercial stuff. I like how he is on set. He's a fucking good guy. And I said, uh, I remember his storyboards being super clean. And I, uh, I said, what program do you use to make your storyboards? He said, oh, I just sketch them myself. And I'll go, oh you got some clean lines, dude. He's like, what's up? And I was like, oh, I'm shooting a spec commercial with Matt. And he goes, good for you. I didn't know you want to do commercial directing. And it's like, I I want a family and money. And I will do anything creatively that I can to get that because I'm unemployable in the real world. And so he says, hold on, let me connect, let me connect you to my talent agency, Wow. to my creative agency. And I go, oh, how would you, how should I package myself for them? He's like, no need. I'll set up a general meeting for you right now. I have a meeting tomorrow. (gasps) Are you kidding me? No. Wow. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah, it is. And so what are you going to take? You should take something. Um, it's over Zoom, so I have to bring nothing. And I, oh, oh okay. that was the other funny thing. I So they reach out really quickly to me. He has a great intro for me, which was so nice. And then I was like panicking and texting my friends who are employed. And I was like, how do I respond to this? Like a normal person who's not desperate. And they were like, I, so I sent a little snippet and it's, they go, it's a little too clean. Like add more personality. And I go, nobody likes my personality. <laughs> like, and then i was like do explanation points count as personality they were like if that's all you got wow i mean if you can get a commercial directing agent that's incredible well and the even cooler thing about this and i have to thank you for it also is this is a specific kind of creative agency and not only do they do narrative content they do commercial content but it's mostly social media accounts so if i shot a commercial for mayonnaise it would air on youtube and tiktok and instagram and one of the reasons why they are so excited to meet me is because of my presence on the podcast yeah no that is cool yeah i mean that's very cool you're welcome yeah you're welcome because i did not do this i mean i didn't create (laughs) this myself either it takes you did i i mean yes but i this couldn't fly with me alone i'm not a solo no but it could fly with you and someone else (laughs) like let's be real (laughs) and i know that a lot of you wish it would but i'm fucking here to stay bitches I will I will baby trap him if I have to. Okay, did you want to talk about Blonde at all? It's getting a lot of like controversial I reviews. I fucking hated it. I turned it off immediately. I when you put it on the document, I I like googled it and then I saw there was all this controversy around it. Then I tried watching it and I got like four minutes in and I was like, I'm so bored. Did you make it out of the fire? I didn't even make it to the fire. Wow. I don't think I watched the first four minutes of it. Then I and think the fire I started is in like fire. A sexual mishap, right? I apparently this movie a is nothing but. A lot worse than that. I just don't se- want to get demonetized. I, I, no, I mean I think that the whole movie is a sexual and is that assault. Be, is that her life? I guess because isn't I it think, a depiction? Well, of this the- is what's so fucked up. This movie is a biopic, of right? Marilyn Monroe, so right. allegedly. But no, it's based off of a fictional book that was written by someone else. So, so yes, it's about Marilyn Monroe, and a lot of it has to do is founded in fact but it's only based on and inspired by heavily more that there are a lot of narrative fictionalized elements in the book that the movie is based off of but they sell it as if this is fact proof checked it's not and i saw like then i looked at the reviews and i saw a lot of people saying like sexual trauma yeah aside it's just bad 
That is also true. It's <laughs> fucking three hours long. We probably I was like, what? what? And I, th- the pacing of it's whack. I'm watching these scenes knowing full well this movie is three hours long and thinking, cut all of this. <laughs> what? And then right after that, we're bang into a heavy, aggressive, tight shot on some essay. Mm. And I'm just like, I literally looked at Joe's like, turn it off. We're done. I'm not going to sit through that. No. And yeah, that does happen and it's awful and it's horrible. But it's like you don't want to experience it for three hours. They reduce this woman to her trauma alone and outside of these, and they, they diminish her to like a shattered woman who was incapable and clumsily fell into this because she's so sexualizable. Right. And it's just like, no, like Marilyn Monroe did some cool shit for a woman in that era. Yeah. She started a production company when women weren't doing that. Like talk about the shit that she did do. And instead, it's like all literally reduced to horrific trauma that took away every like they don't talk about her wit and her charm, her comedic timing, her work ethic, any of that. It's just all something that's just like falling into mm. her lap because she's just so vulnerable. I'm and never such a going victim. back to it. I won't go back to it I'm either. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it already. I also heard there's two shots that go inside her vagina. Yuck. And to be completely honest, those are the only things that I'm like, I would like to know what that looks like. Not the inside of I'm her sure vagina, but I want to know like, how creatively. a man chose to shoot right. going inside a vajiji. Well, let us know. Report back. Honestly, I will. Um, the last two things I wanted to talk about were just some TV shows. Have you been following Dahmer at all? I love it. You do? I love it. It, I guess it's the highest rated new original yeah. series that Netflix has ever had. It's the best thing that Ryan Murphy has not fucked up. Wow. It's really good. I really loved Hollywood of his. I, I yeah. loved it so much. Uh, this was a little too slow for me. And I like felt outside of myself because everywhere I looked, everyone was raving about it. And I was like, am I... Like, what's wrong with me? Because I felt like it just never got moving. And then, so I kept going back. It took me like four times going back to the second episode Mm -hmm. to finish the second episode. And then I found like a new appreciation for it in the third episode. And that's where I'm at now is at the end of the third episode. Oh, I literally could not stop watching it. Wow. I'm obsessed with it. I mean, everyone is. And everyone's talking about like how hot Jeffrey Dahmer is and how I don't get that. (laughs) I don't get that. I feel like he's being heavily sexualized. That's insane. Yeah. That's insane. That's insane. Did you see that it was listed as like LGBTQ plus content and the community reached out and said, please don't. How can they say that though? Like, I mean, they did. And it was a serial killer. Right. And yet they don't claim him. Whatever. I have two friends. You can't choose who you want to claim if it's a gay, like if you searched gay on Netflix, it should pop up. He's a gay serial killer. Yeah. People are too much. Yeah. I'm sorry. I don't care. Come at me. Ah! <laughs> um, I honestly was more in, enthralled by The Patient on Hulu and FX. The Patient? Yeah. Oh. With Steve Carell where he's a Couldn't therapist get into it. and his patient kidnaps Ch- yeah. him. That's so you. I got so much more That's... invested into that and it's like can't take my eyes off of it. I feel like you're like one hissy fit away from pulling the same. Killing people? Never. No, like kidnapping your therapist and chaining them up in your basement. <laughs> I could see you doing that. And then super rationalizing it and being really apologetic, but also being smart enough to know you can never release him. <gasps> what? 
My uh, alarm's going off and it's reminding me to get swishers, monster mask, and hands. I don't know what any of that is, but I think that is a perfect cue to end the show. I do too. All right, you guys, thank you so much for hanging out with us and watching today's episode. Make sure you're following us on social media. Lizzie has a vlog channel where she posts every Tuesday. I have a vlog channel as well. We love you so much. Thank you for everything you do for us. We'll see you next week. Goodbye. And, and that's, that's the, the sip. sip.